All right, now we want to talk about another interesting story that was recently published on savings.com.au by our finance journal, Brooke Cooper, on the so-called girl math trend, which some of you may have seen doing the rounds on social media. Has Are you familiar with this girl math trend? Yeah, um, what I want to know is if it's girl math or girl maths, um, you know, to not sound like our uh, cross-Pacific cousins in the US. Um, but yeah, look, I... I'm ashamed to admit that I do know this whole girl math trend um, and I know the sort of jingle that goes along with it just because my partner talks about it a lot and a lot of sort of aspects of it make sense but then some don't really and then also you know there's the whole question of is it just kind of making fun of women and finance at a time that you know we've got a new RBA governor that's a female and, mm. and so on you know women are making inroads in the finance space so is it just kind of taking them down a notch or two um, but I'm, I'm pleased to say, uh, right right here in the studio, we have Brooke Cooper, one of our journalists, um, to talk through girl math with us. So um, she's just joined us, um, and you've just written an article about it. Um, what do you make of girl math? What is it? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So as you said, girl math is all over social media lately. Uh, it's also infiltrated my vocabulary and probably a lot of my friends as well. Uh, it's basically, it's a particular way of framing and thinking about how we spend money. So, for example, it used to say I was eyeing off an expensive handbag, say around $750. But if I was going to use that handbag every day for the next two years, it breaks down to about a dollar a day, which is mm. basically free. <laughs> what to know about that? <laughs> or say if I was going to buy a pair of shoes online, but when they arrive, they don't really fit all that well. So I'm going to send them back. That money that I get back in my return, that's free cash. No. <laughs> well, I mean, according to girl math, it is. According to girl math. Yeah, yeah, yeah seems yeah. legit. Mm. Um, so some of that is great. Some of it could even be framed as responsible spending. So if the $750 bag, that might be really good quality. It might last me the entire two-year period. I don't have to buy a new bag in that time. And my other option might have been buying a poorly made $40 bag mm. that only lasts me a month. And then if I buy 24 $40 bags, I'd actually be better off spending the $750 right. to start okay. with. Yeah. Um, again, maybe I'd already budgeted to buy the shoes. Uh, if they didn't end up fitting, it probably wouldn't negatively impact me if I was then going to spend that money that I've already allocated as splurge money or, or shoe money. Uh, to do to buy something else that I would otherwise like. Um, of course, that's not always the case. That it can be irresponsible to think mm. of spending in that way, big purchases. If you're doing that too often, you'll just end up with no money in your bank account at the end of the week, and, mm. and no one wants that. Or a lot of credit card debt. Yeah, there's there's a certain um, there's a right way to sort of think about it and the wrong way to think about it, I guess. Um, but you raise a good point. Is like one thing I generally never scrimp on is shoes, um, and I find like it really makes sense to apply a bit of girl math and say, you know, um, cost per wear is, is a legit girl math um, tactic um, that I would apply to, uh, to my shoe purchases. Cause like if you buy, if you spring for more expensive shoes, um, better quality shoes, they last longer than say, you know, like you said about the $40 handbag, of, you know, cheaper shoes that might not last you so, so long and your feet are gonna be in them all day, every day. So it makes sense to pay more there. Um, but yeah, well like what are your general thoughts on it? Is, is the whole, um, actual topic, girl math, is it kind of um, infantilizing, you know, women in finance? Is it kind of demeaning? Like, like, what's your take? 
There are two sides to the coin. Uh, girl math is really funny. It's hilarious. It's great that we're talking about money, that we're opening up that conversation about how we're spending. That has historically been kind of in the closet. We don't talk about where our money goes, when it comes in, when it goes out so openly. So it's great to see that conversation opening up on, on a public platform like social media. Uh, but I do take issue with the uh, quote-unquote girl mm-hmm. aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, totally. I mean, you can probably tell by my somewhat negative tone towards uh, you know some of it, some of it um, that I do take a bit of a dim view of that sort of whole sort of trend. But um, I believe you know we probably share some beliefs here, particularly on the terminology there. Definitely, yeah. Especially because girl math is is so often just a reframing of like irresponsible spending and frivolous mm-hmm. spending. It's not always. Sometimes it is, as we said, expensive handbags, expensive shoes. They can be a better investment over time than mm. a cheaper handbag or a cheaper pair of shoes. Mm. But you know, a five dollar coffee every day—that's not free. And mm. getting selling something on marketplace and getting a bit of cash back that could go into my savings account and it could earn me returns yeah. or I could spend it frivolously on something that... Opportunity cost. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely that. Um, it's also worth mentioning that women often have money hang-ups and that's something that in a Money Journey founder, Betsy Westcott, told me when I was researching the piece. We often have money hang-ups and we don't stop to question whether they're true. And women typically have less money than men over the course of their careers. We have breaks in our careers more Mm. commonly. We do a lot more of the unpaid care when it comes to families and relationships. Um, We have a gender pay gap, of course. Uh, All of those things. So framing what looks like irresponsible spending or, say, silly spending as girly behaviour, that's not going to be helping women's fight for financial mm-hmm. school. Perpetuating negative stereotypes there, yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I wonder what um, our new governor, Michelle Bullock, thinks of girl math. Oh. You know, if if she if she applies oh, girl math to yeah. just monetary she policy. Stands up and asks her that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if she'd know too much about it, though. don't know if she's on TikTok or wherever this girl math television is, uh, is trending. But, um, yeah, I, um, I guess, Brooke, I'm... Maybe without even realizing, I've been applying my own bit of uh, girl math as, as much as paints. I love hearing say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, just uh, recently, you know, I went to went to Bunnings. I bought a uh, a dog door so I could let my, my dog go in and out. Uh, and then the, the dog was hopeless with it; she just wouldn't go through it at all. We spent hours and hours, and I just I ended up having to go back to Bunnings and return it. They gave me, uh, you know, the two hundred fifty dollars basically store credit. Um, and, you know, I went to Bunnings the next weekend and I guess I kind of looked at it like free money and I probably wasn't looking for the best deals because I thought, oh, I've got $250 right here. I'll just grab that and that and that. So, I mean, is, is that is that girl math or am I interpreting that wrong? That is, yeah, that is definitely a form of girl math. Girl math is a pretty broad trend. Right. It kind of encompasses definitely that. So many other things fall into girl math. Um, but, yeah, framing it as as girly behaviour when, as you say, you're engaging in it. Most consumers, I would say, would engage in girl maths. In There's little justifications of making purchases mm. at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. And, and saying that the more frivolous frivolous aspects of that is girly, that's quite condescending, uh, particularly because women have been found in multiple studies to be often better with money than men. We make mm. better investments, better returns, uh, even though we're less likely to start in the first place because we fear losing money more often than men do. 
Uh, we also carry less debt, with the exception of student debt, Experian found. Um, and women are tightening their belts more when it comes to the cost of living crisis. We're cutting back on our spending more often, making more considered purchases. So framing girl math as or frivolous spending as girl math, it's it's not doing anything for equality and for women's confidence when managing their finances. That's often mm. lower than, than that of men. So Yeah, boys could definitely use girl math too, making boy math. Okay. Yeah. I I I certainly do, you know. I was I was in Bunnings myself the other day and oh I had to exchange a gas cylinder for another one. Um and you know, the so I got a refund and then the other gas cylinder was like nineteen dollars more, but all I paid for gas in the cylinder was only nineteen dollars. Oh, you know, you boy go. math right there. <laughs> so Well, yeah, I mean I guess there's upsides and downsides to it, but I think definitely one of the downsides is using that term, yeah. which, you know, as I was said. Women, don't sell yourself short. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for this interesting chat about uh, Girl Math Brook. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll happily talk to you next time about uh, your next interesting topic. Yeah, it's yeah. Great, great to be here, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank Cheers, you. Brooke. So that's one of our finance journalists, Brooke Cooper, who, as we said, has written a great piece exploring the girl math trend, which you can read all about on savings.com.au. We can also find plenty of guides, features, and breaking news on all the trends in Australian consumer finance. 